Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. questions with Krista. Thanks so much for watching. I'm super excited to have you here. So we've got Miriam Miller. She asks the question, should we ask difficult clients for testimonials? <gasps> no. Let me tell you guys a story. I remember um, probably about three years ago, I had never, ever had a bad review before. All right. And there was this client, his name was Juan. I won't say his last name, but he was, he was a very, very difficult client. And when I first met with him, I knew he was going to be difficult. I was his fourth agent. He already had three other agents. And this little birdie in my head said, don't do it, Krista. But no, what did I do? I wanted to show him that I was going to be the best agent ever and that he was going to love me and I was going to go above and beyond. So he would do things like call me at six in the morning and call me about 30 times a day and send me 75 text messages. And I am not exaggerating here. It was absolutely horrible. He was difficult to deal with with the... With, with the for the sale of his home was difficult to deal with other agents. He actually called the police on, on other, another agent, right? And so at the end, I knew not to ask him for a testimonial because I knew that no matter what happened, I was not able to please him, okay? So his wife ends up sending me this wonderful text just telling me, thank you, how great it was, blah, 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 blah. And then a week or so later, I get a notification from Yelp that Juan had did a very long, lengthy, negative testimonial about me. Now, I knew not to ask for one, right? So if you feel that you're working with a client that's been difficult, don't ask them for a testimonial. Most likely, they're not going to give it to you or they're going to give you a negative review. And I, I recently read a study. I don't know if this is exactly correct, but it said, I think it was for every one negative um, review that someone reads, they're 30% less likely to want to work with you. And as they start to see more negative reviews, that number goes down and down and down. But let's take this, Miriam, on the flip side. Should you ask for reviews for people that were pleasant to work with and that, that you really enjoyed that they, and that they, you know that they you know that they did a good job. You did a good job. You know that they think that you did a good job. The answer is absolutely yes. And don't just ask one time. So what I do when I ask for reviews is I send this really nice letter and I include the links to Google My Business, to my Facebook page, and to Zillow, okay, and to Yelp. And I say, hey, I'd love to get a review. Um, here's the links. Just make it super, super easy for them. The easier it is, the most likely that they're going to do it. And keep asking 
buyers and sellers are busy, especially when they get their homes, right? If you help them with the refinance, they're busy when they're moving in most cases. So a lot of times they don't want to, or they don't have the time right away, but they, they like you and they want to help you. So just keep, keep on asking them. Don't pester them two months, but if you ask it once or twice and you don't get it, wait about, you know, a month and then maybe even go three, four months later and just say, Hey, I'm really trying to help more people. And your, your review would mean so much and it will help me be able to help more clients just like I helped you. Okay. So hopefully that was helpful. So let's go to the next question. So now we've got Diana Smith and Diana Smith says, which is best nurturing past clients, family, and friends, or going after new leads. Okay. Both, both are important. So here's the deal. Um, do you know that if you are able to retain just 5% more of your current clients, right? You will see anywhere from a 20 to a 95% increase in profits just by retaining 5% of the clients that you already have. Okay. Also, it's about 25 times more expensive to attract a new client than to actually continue working with the existing ones that you have. So it's very, very important to lead, nurture, uh, past clients, uh, friends, family, sphere of influence. But you also want to go after new leads. And here's one amazing way that you can do that. I call it inadvertently lead nurturing via being top of mind awareness, staying in front of somebody, being in front of them as often as possible. And how do I do that? I do it through video. I create a ton of video content and I, you know, try to give people relevant, valuable information that's helpful to them and meaningful. I talk about anything and everything regarding real estate and mortgage loans, right? Um, and you can do the same. What's happening in your community? By doing this and by creating video content and then properly distributing it to people, making sure they're actually seeing it, then you're inadvertently always nurturing or always lead nurturing. So we give a lot of setup strategies with video. Like one of them is doing 10 video text messages a day. That's nurturing, right? That's nurturing new people and that's nurturing past clients' sphere of influence. So utilize video, create content, add value, distribute it properly on your social media channels, run ads behind them, put some, put some money behind it and start being seen by people over and over. That is lead nurturing. That's a great question. So both are important, Miriam. New clients, uh, going after new leads, but also going after sphere of influence, family and friends. Okay. So let's get to the next question. So Rachel asks, do you coach part-time real estate agents or lenders? And what is your advice for people who are part-time? Okay, Rachel, my best advice is don't be part-time. And I know that sounds so easy for me to say, but did you know that less than half of agents actually work full-time? And there's a reason why 5% of agents do 95% of the business and 95% of agents only do 5% of the business. And that is because they aren't taking it as serious as possible. In order for you, in my opinion, to be really, really successful in real estate, you need to go all in. You need to be full time because it takes a lot of time and dedication. And I can assure you that if you put in the time and the dedication to your real estate or your lending business, that you will make a lot more money than you can working somewhere else part-time. I know it's scary and it's risky, but if you're truly dedicated to real estate, then you'll be able to, 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 or to mortgage, right? You'll be able to reach more clients and make more money. And we, we do coach part-time agents, but my very first advice to anyone who's part-time is to really start making a plan, um, and having a strategy in place for their exit plan from their part-time job so they can just do real estate full-time. 
listen, there are a lot of realtors out there, a lot of lenders out there. There's a lot of competition. For you to stand out, make a difference, become a leader, be seen as that expert, you need to be in it to win it. And that means, Rachel, try your best to become full-time as soon as you can. But to answer that question also, we, we coach everyone, right? We love coaching lenders and real estate agents from across the country. We see people making huge, huge shifts in their business. And we get into you know a lot of 21st century digital marketing strategies. We utilize social media and video, and we teach them how to properly create ads and campaigns and the strategy behind those to be seen um, by everyone on a really, really massive level. So I hope this Q&A helped. I really appreciate you watching. And as always, do me a favor. Be sure to turn your post notifications on so you know when more content get, comes up and subscribe and comment. And as always, everyone, make it a great home selling and buying day. When you do what you love, people love what you do. And I really appreciate your time. Bye-bye. Do you ever wish that there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit the ultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and be sure to check out kristamayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time.